0: Hello and welcome to this episode of Critics on a Bus, the podcast where two best friends review the latest films and talk film
1: theory. Hello and welcome to a Christmas special edition of Critics on a Bus. How are you today, Cameron?
0: I am doing wonderfully, Paul. How are you doing?
1: You know, I'm doing festively. I'm, I'm changing oh. up for the uh, oh. the adverb there. Yeah, no, just to, ho, ho, ho. in keeping with the uh, Christmas spirit. Uh, So what are we going to be doing today?
0: Today, we are going to rank our top five Christmas movies. Get in that festive spirit um, and see what we think are the best festive films between us.
1: Now, we're hoping to not poison the festive spirit because Christmas movies are a controversial topic. A controversial topic. And that's because... A lot of people's favorite Christmas movies are ones that they have fond memories of. Mm. So, we would like to emphasize, and I'm sure Cameron agrees, but we'll see when things are, when when things start <laughs> that these lists are personal. We're not necessarily saying these are the best Christmas movies of all time, but for us, these are these are personal top five lists. Um, unless it's it's not not that for you.
0: No, absolutely. It's, <laughs> it's uh, uh, some of these films have nostalgia nostalgia way like embedded in them more than more than anything and there are some films that were on the like, consideration for the list that are absolutely rubbish but they're like are, like just that christmas movie you have to watch so it absolutely is a person this one
1: also just to throw this in the mix i have written down what i think will be cameron's number one and i'm I'm decently confident I know what it is just because we know each other but I could be wrong so we will reveal that Ooh. at the end I mean
0: but, I, I, don't, I honestly have no idea on your Christmas movie preference
1: yeah it's gonna be um, a bit of a bit of a left field one this. I feel
0: like I feel like if you know me then mine is very obvious um I I,
1: so. I, I there's at least one that i i think is very obvious but uh okay. but yeah do we want to start out with some uh some honorable mentions i don't know if you had any uh honorable yes. mentions that yes. didn't make yes. the top five but are worth mentioning
0: yes because i've i mean i've i've in preparation for this i've watched a bunch of christmas movies in the past like uh, and that's <laughs> i've generally watched like four or five christmas movies in the past like, two days okay. just to see like if I, um just to you know get the broad basis and stuff I feel like we have to mention it's not on the list, but it would be it is a Christmas movie, it's Die Hard. It's a Christmas movie, no matter what people say. <laughs> it's a Christmas film. Okay. And for me one of like one of the films that I consider absolute rubbish but I love it is Jingle All the Way <laughs> oh, with Rich yes. Purely yeah. for that purely for the light of put that cookie down now. <laughs> Like that is the whole point of that film and it's great and that's like yeah it's rubbish it really is bad but it's so funny and Christmassy. and yeah for me that's one of like my big honorable mentions that would have been on the list but and i guess the other one that might shock you that i doesn't make my list is the nightmare before christmas
1: fair and... that, that was actually an honorable mention for me as well
0: yeah like it's such a like it's it's a it's a film that goes from like Halloween straight the way through to Christmas it's you know it's a timber and classic it's so it's so iconic but it didn't quite make the cut and I'll tell you why later on but for okay. me that's that's a big honorable mention
1: yeah I know that the, a lot of people it's almost got kind of like a cult following that film and yeah. I've only watched it a few times and I've re- I really have enjoyed it when I have watched it but it hasn't for me at least built up that christmas nostalgia or halloween nostalgia or mixed nostalgia that it has for a lot of people so um the list of personal guys let's uh (laughs) emphasize that i only had one other honorable mention actually and that is nativity with martin freeman i remember once tuning in on uh i don't know on a tv channel and it was on and i thought it looked like the worst film ever i watched like five minutes of it and i thought this was the worst thing ever but then i re-watched it um from the beginning with my family a few years later and i really kind of bought into bought into it i, th- I thought it had a charm it's such a simple movie it's based in coventry it's like low 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 budget it's um it's almost like a TV film, and mm. uh, but it, I don't know. I feel like there's a charm to it. The music's very good, and my family really like it. So I thought it didn't quite make top five, but deserves a mention. So
0: fair enough. I think I watched them all one Christmas, random like BBC. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah.
1: <laughs> okay. Well, without any further ado, would you like to kick us off with your number five?
0: Absolutely. Now number five is one I actually i've added to the list today i watched it today oh wow um, the day and um it's what knocked night before christmas off which may be controversial but Ooh. i really liked it and i feel like this is something i really want to put in like my like christmas essential viewing and that is arthur christmas ah uh, yeah yeah um, fair. um it's J- james mcavoy bill nighy hugh Laurie, um jim Bro- Jim Broadbent. Um, and the whole part of like you know, it's a it's a classic like Santa Claus story, but based on like the the clauses are, like um like it's a you know Santa's like a hereditary title that goes through the family, and you know in modern day Christmas um it's become very technological. They have like a super fast like spaceship almost and like a mission command, um, and they 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 miss one present to a little girl gwen in cornwall and it's a very british based christmas film which is very unique um these days and arthur christmas who is the second son of the current santa not really i guess echoed santa material is obsessed with you can't let a child go without a present at christmas and the child has to get their gift um and so they get grand santa or you know the third the, you know the Santa before the current Santa um, and they get they whip out the old sleigh and find some uh, reindeer ancestors and they go across the world and try and deliver the present in time and it's all about like it, it's actually quite an interesting like look at like the spirit of Christmas and how Christmas has kind of become commercialized and very desensitized to the caring for children in, like in the home toes of the whole santa aspect. But it's also really funny. It really speaks to me as like a kind of a geeky child. I really like the opening when you kind of see the elves do like a present drop operation across the city and stuff like that. It's just a really nice light film. It's really good message. Really well acted. Really well animated. Like like really like 2011. It's like 2019 like level animation. It's really really good from Sony Pictures. And I just really had a really good time watching it. I was like, man, this is something that I want to watch every year because it's just it's a real good, real good run for me.
1: Wow. And it knocks Nightmare before Christmas off the list. Yes. Oh, because wow. it just
0: felt it felt so much more Christmassy than Night Before Christmas. Mm. And like I would sometimes watch Nightmare before Christmas in like November, like in between Halloween and Christmas. But after Christmas is very much a you know what we're into christmas now this the tree is up let's just watch with the kids well i have a kid now so it's much easier to say that <laughs> you know let's just watch with the kids after christmas it's fun it's you know and and he saves the day and, and things become it's so much so i want to see that again. i want a sequel i want to know what happens to after christmas further so that's the level it inspired me and in just that first wow. year and that this is the first year i've ever watched it i've never watched it beforehand it's currently on netflix
1: Fair enough I know a lot of people that that really enjoyed that film I I must I must confess I was watching it somewhere around Christmas a few years ago and I was so tired and probably full of food that I fell asleep (laughs) Uh, I remember really enjoying what I watched I I I don't know if it was that I fell asleep or there were then family came around and then it was all very distracting but Mm -hmm. something happened that uh, meant that I didn't give it my full attention i don't even know that i finished it so i'm gonna have to give that the attention it deserves and Um, uh, revisit it i
0: would i would genuinely recommend
1: okay all right so what
0: is what is number five for you what begins
1: (sighs) number five i'm surprised that this one is this low on my list but when i was i was tossing all up it, it, it came out at fifth um i don't know if this makes your list but elf okay yeah elf uh starring will ferrell it's a christmas classic came out in 2003 i would imagine that it would make a lot of people's lists it's it's just a heartwarming funny christmas movie with quite a novel concept um that as i'm sure everyone listening knows it follows a child who ends up accidentally making his way to uh the north pole and living with santa claus and the elves But, of course, because he's human, he's so much bigger than them. And because he's growing up with elves, he's very, very naive of the real world. And so eventually he gets told that he's an elf, which surprises him, even though he has experienced all sorts of issues in the elf community. Uh, And so he ends up going to New York to find his real family. And um, his naivety makes him run into all sorts of problems. It's a wonderful movie. Uh, It's will ferrell is really funny and it it's it's a bit kind of you know it's a bit infantile at times and it's one that if i feel like if i i had watched it later in life i wouldn't have attached onto it in the way that i have but really? because it came out when i was so young because my family have always watched it and really enjoyed it it's just one that really kind of hits hits the spot for me when it comes to christmas so yeah that's my number five
0: and it's john favreau directed
1: oh yeah i forgot about that yeah you yep. told me that didn't you yeah yeah John Favreau directed wow yeah yeah that man <laughs> he knows what how to do? a market doesn't he <laughs> what
0: can he <you> do yeah
1: oh <laughs> uh, is that the only Christmas movie he's done yeah yeah just thought just he'd drop an instant classic and then casual uh, <laughs> cash, <laughs> cash John. John. Oh. Um, <laughs> uh, sweet okay let's move on to number four what's your number four
0: so number four is like a dual film, so it's either or, okay.
1: um,
0: and you'll know why. It's so it's the Grinch, yes. and I I couldn't I couldn't separate between the Benedict Cumberbatch Grinch, the Dr Seuss um, animated, or how the Grinch Stole Christmas by Jim Carrey because, I mean it's the same story. One's just a physical performance, one's an animated performance. Yeah, so I really struggled. So I'm gonna put them together. I was like it's either or.
1: You know, no, many listeners are not going to accept that either or uh, scenario. <laughs> For many, it's going to be definitive. Has to be Jim Carrey. But these lists are personal, so go ahead. <laughs> yeah,
0: like I mean, Jim's Carrey Carrey's performance in How the Grinch Stole Christmas is like it's iconic. He's he he's such he is such a great physical comedian. Like I I remember I think I was I read somewhere that on um the the film The Mask that he was able to do so much animation with his face they didn't have to animate the mask as much as they thought they would it would save them a lot of money because he his face is so animated himself I believe it. and so he brings he brings an, an incredible performance to the grinch I, for some reason at times i'd be much more inclined to watch the animated i think because it depends on what kind of mood you're in because um how the grinch saw christmas is a bit more extravagant and a bit more com- like physically comedic Whereas times I feel like the Grinch was a bit more like sarcastic and intellectually comedic, which as I've grown older, that's very much where my humour has gone. And so I think like it sort of like evolved a bit more into like it's kind of followed me a little bit into like the the stories kind of evolved with me in terms of humour style. So like that's why it's it's an either or for me. And I just, you know, I mean, I'm a big fan of Benedict Cumberbatch.
1: Um, Aren't we all?
0: aren't we all i mean what a, what a voice um so but it's it is it is the same story it's it's all the grinch um and he does the same things and so that's why it's really difficult to separate them because i think they each have their own merits and it's so i guess the story of the grinch is forth more than anything else but for me yeah it all depends on i guess for me right now it'd be what is on streaming services at christmas <laughs> is this is the one i'd watch that's mine
1: Fair enough, fair enough. I so I I like the idea that it's the story that's um that's central and then the incarnation depends, but yeah, 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 credit to Dr. Zeus.
0: So, what is your number four?
1: I don't think you're gonna believe this, uh, but my number four is Die Hard.
0: Really, <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah. I love that it's made your top five,
1: yeah, so um. So here's some context. I uh, did not grow up watching violent films um, or films uh, with swear words in them. I, uh, it took me a long time to kind of acclimatise to that in, in my 20s. And uh, so I always viewed a film like Die Hard with suspicion because, you know, lots of shooting and blood and and whatnot eventually I watched it and it was one of my wife's favorite films um <laughs> she 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 um yes. and her, she and her dad love it and I watched it and I was initially resistant but by the end of the first time I watched it I was like okay I cannot deny that this is a phenomenal film <laughs> um and so I have re-watched it since and watched the second one and and whatnot um and it's It's just like a raw kind of crunchy action film with good, quick humour, a phenomenal performance from Bruce Willis. And again, it's concept strong. It's this idea, you know, of a cop and they're in this building in this hostage situation and he now needs to kind of ultimately kind of defend himself save people and it's all contained within this one building and it's it's christmas time and i i don't know there's just something so brilliant about it and it just works yeah it just works so it made the list uh surprisingly high i was surprised to find myself putting it above elf but if we're just talking about sheer enjoyment yeah. i think it's just it's just entertaining from start to finish
0: i love it I absolutely yeah. love it. I love that you put it up there. I love, I mean, Alan Rickman's performance is
1: yes, of you course. know, I mean, it's Alan Rickman.
0: It. I love the fact that, like, this is spoiler alert, by the way. I'll give you five seconds. Um, when he dies at the end, um, and he falls, mm-hmm. um, there's a look of surprise on his face and I'm pretty sure I read somewhere that it's because he didn't know he's about he's actually going to fall and they just would right. let him go and he genuinely right. was like surprised <laughs> yeah. that's why his reaction looks so realistic to falling is because he didn't know he was about to fall in in on set so
1: yeah I've heard, I heard something similar yeah. yeah yeah so I
0: love it that yeah. is
1: oh good stuff good stuff well I, I'm glad that you share I hadn't I didn't know if you had seen Die Hard or not so but now I know that you have and it's uh yeah no it's a phenomenal phenomenal pick okay number three
0: number three for me this is so my number three is it's kind of this high because of Ashling. um okay this is a little like it's a good Christmas film it's a homage to her and that is Elf oh um,
1: wow okay like Ultimate it's one of
0: is scene number three it, Ultimate Ultimate, it's one of the films that like she like has to watch every year it's like so it's pre- kind of part of like our family tradition of watching it every year and like I, I really do like it. I like John Favreau. I like Will Ferrell, and it's very Christmassy. I mean, Zoe Deschanel's in it. Yeah, like everything that you said. It's it's very Christmassy. It's very fun. It's very like silly and stupid, and you know, very friendly and kind of heartwarming Christmas. And it has all those little elements in it. And yeah, I think it's because I I think partly it's so. I mean, I never watched it until I was until about three years ago.
1: Oh, uh, okay.
0: Um, so it's a film that I kind of because Ashling really liked it. So it wasn't until we started dating that I I watched it. But it, it probably goes high because it's now part of our family tradition, and so there is that already that kind of connection to it. And um, but it's it is a good film. It's very Christmas. It's iconic Christmas now, isn't it? Like mm-hmm. Christmas starts and people talk about you know the. The seven fruit groups and the candy, candy cane, candy corn, you know, all that kind of stuff, <laughs>
1: yeah. um,
0: and all those things, all those jokes, all those memes, all those music, all that kind of comes out from Elf, and a lot of it stems from from Elf as like one of the current like modern classics of Christmas. So I think it deserves a, a place on both our lists because of that.
1: Mm. Yeah, I'm surprised it made your list. I'm I'm very pleased to hear that it made mm-hmm. your list. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah. I would imagine that it would make a lot of people's lists. Let yeah. us know. Let us know if you're not an Elf fan. Go ahead and uh, spark <laughs> that controversy. Uh,
0: <laughs> With that, then, what is your number three?
1: My number three is Home Alone. Okay. Uh, I'm going to combine numbers one and two, if I'm allowed, just to say kind of... Well, I, I mean, when I was younger, I, I also enjoyed three and four, Um, but... The, the one and two, it's Macaulay Culkin, Joe Pesci. And uh, it, yeah, I, again, for me, that's a, it's Christmas. I kind of have to watch this to make sure I feel Christmassy type films. Um, I watched them from when I was very young. Uh, I keep saying this, I've th- said this about all, all of the three entries thus far, but it's such a great concept. This idea of being <laughs> left behind, um when your family goes on holiday you have a big family and you just enjoy that freedom but then you realize that you miss them and then with all of that you then have to defend the house and create all these kind of ingenious traps and whatnot um I used to love that was my favorite element of home alone when I was younger was all the different traps that he sets up in the house and I remember trying to set up a few of my own and trick my sister but she would never fall for it um and (laughs) you know it's just yeah and and the music in Home Alone, I, do, I don't know if it gets enough attention. I, it probably does. But it's John Williams. And that music for me is just, it's so warm and so, like, Christmassy to me. Um, I was part of a choir a few years ago, and uh, there was a an orchestra with the choir, and they did the music from Home Alone. Uh, it was a Christmas choir, and, and, and they did the music from Home Alone as one of the numbers. And it, I don't know, it just... I don't know, makes me feel stuff. It's beautiful. And my favorite performance in both Hamillones is, is Joe Pesci. I love Joe Pesci. Joe Pesci is, to be honest, he would probably make a list of 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 one of my of like my favorite like actors. I think he is so funny. I think his voice is so just iconic and hilarious. And I just love him as as a villain. Um, talking to to Marv and like ah oh, he's just oh, yeah he's so good so that one uh, that one makes number three for me. Okay. Okay, we're on to the the top two. We're on to the the big guns now. So if your second one isn't what I think your first one is, then I know that your first one is what your first one is. If that makes <laughs> sense. So what's <laughs> what is your number two? My number two
0: is the santa claus trilogy
1: primarily like, like with tim allen
0: yeah primarily okay. santa claus one and two okay um, three is take a miss but i just thought i'd lump it all together because the santa claus trilogy is such the classic christmas story mm. somebody catches santa um in in the santa claus tim tim allen's character scott clark i forget actually that's awkward um has to become after killing santa become santa on christmas eve and you know has to and like learns to become santa and then there's the whole kind of like him experience life with santa and like like in the second one um needing a mrs claus (laughs) trying to find a wife and and it's it's for me it's just that is quintessential classic christmas film and i I mean i loved the kind of the way that you know the whole kind of north pole was really cozy and really warm and friendly and yeah just just dealing with that kind of the whole situation it just it just feels i know like it's one of my mom's favorite christmas films and she watches the trilogy every year um and i watched a lot as a kid and growing up and it just felt just felt so like that is such even even new things such as um the christmas chronicle with kurt russell i feel is like it's like a modern take on the Santa mm. Claus and it, I, I feel like in terms of most Christmas sort of um style movies a lot of them nowadays they would take dealing with Santa and kids dealing with Santa and finding Santa for inspiration from that film I feel like it's the it's the OG it's the original and it's just so Christmassy and so wintry and so funny and warm and you know i really it just it just feels christmas it just feels like christmas to me and, and that's what i love about it
1: yeah no i think that's all very good very good justification i again i've i've watched them obviously like almost everyone has They're ones you know those are the, the types that you know that they're, they're on the tv like when you get like the christmas like tv magazine and you like circle what you're gonna watch yes like, yeah it's on there like you know whatever in the evening on saturday or whatnot like that that's it's just classic, classic Christmas. And I think there's certainly, yeah, an OG type feeling to it for sure. Yeah. Solid. Solid.
0: Uh, I have no idea what would be your number two or number one.
1: OK, well, I, OK. I, and also, I'm a thousand percent certain about your, uh, your number <laughs> one. Um, So don't and, and because I'm so certain about your number one, don't judge my number two. So my my number two is A Christmas Carol, but not. Well, OK. It, it's a christmas carol but the patrick stewart version of a christmas carol okay uh a bit niche there have obviously been a thousand incarnations of a christmas carol i feel like tv studios and film studios you know every few christmases or so kind of say oh okay so let's do another reincarnation of a christmas carol like there's tons of them um it's kind of like batman's origin story it's just been told like a
0: horror time. one last year wasn't there with like guy yeah. pierce
1: yes yeah yeah that's true that's true yeah and then of course there's the the Jim Carrey it is Jim Carrey isn't it an animated one yeah the animated
0: one yeah yeah um
1: and then there's another one that I'm sure we're about to talk about um but (laughs) uh but the Patrick Stewart version for me it's it's trying to be decently real so it's you know it's genuinely set in the 19th century it's low budget I think it was a tv film so some of the animation is a bit dodgy but the costumes are accurate and, and or at least I assume they are. I'm meant to have studied history, but um, I, don't <laughs> I think they're accurate. But it, but it just has that that feel of the time. And Patrick Stewart is obviously a national treasure. He plays the role mm. of Ebenezer Scrooge phenomenally. And I think just more generally, the story of A Christmas Carol is such a profound s- story. I mean, we all make decisions in our lives and we have to guess what the future is gonna hold. Um, and we all interpret our past. And what happens in A Christmas Carol is Scrooge gets laid out to him as his, his past with a clarity that most of us don't get. And he also gets shown exactly how his future is gonna, gonna be laid out if you know things continue as they are. And I think that really resonates with us as human beings. Um, and to be honest, it, if most of us had that shown to us, those things shown to us, we would probably have a profound change of character and indeed he does. And who doesn't love, you know, watching a villain turn into a hero? I mean, I, that's one of my, one of the reasons why I have a massive soft spot for Return of the Jedi. It's just, I have etched in my mind from when I was young, that image of uh, Luke Skywalker taking off Darth Vader's helmet and then speaking with him. And, and, um, and yeah, so I think the story itself is timeless. Um, that particular incarnation of it is my favorite uh but uh but yeah that's that's my number
0: two mm. i must admit i've never seen it
1: no that's fair not many people um, have it's it's not it's not massively popular
0: it is a tv movie looking at okay. imdb right um 1999 tv it says 99 tv movie so yeah richard d e. grant's in it that's a big name um
1: yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah
0: i've never seen it and there is a reason why i've never seen it and that'll come very clear in a second <laughs>
1: yep so uh shall we go to your number one we've hinted and hinted but make it official
0: so my number one is a muppet's christmas carol
1: uh yep a hundred percent knew that that was going to be the
0: hundred percent i freaking love this film, okay? <laughs> I I have to what I cannot open presents until I see this movie. <laughs> so so I, I I recall in my memory once me and my sister like I'm so obsessed with having to watch this film before I get presents, that me and my sister one morning woke up at four AM Christmas morning not to open presents but to watch A Mother's Christmas Carol in bed together before we opened our stockings.
1: Not even our that stockings. Is, that is obsession. That like, is obsession.
0: I, we set alarms. Like, she she, she messaged me, like, because we were next door. And, and she's like, Let's, she, we, she had a TV in her room. We got in. We, I brought my stocking into her room. And we sat there. We watched the film at, like, six. And then it finished, like, six. And then we watched it. Then we opened presents and so stockings and stuff like that. Like... I've i even was it 2 years ago I took Ashley to the cinema to see it. It was on a special release oh. in Cineworld. World. And I went to the cinema I, I was obsessed like no I'm I'm watching this film there is no way I'm not. And I love it. I love Michael Caine in this movie. I I love how they integrate the Muppets and and the humans and it's so like they don't obviously treat them like Muppets. You know how some Muppet stuff they talk to them like they're Muppets, you know, and they mm-hmm they are like you know they they're kind of very almost like Muppet condescending this one it just treats them like the normal people and the music is iconic
1: rights for Muppets they all need to be treated equal (laughs) (laughs) the
0: the music the music in this in this version is iconic like I love um, like Marley and Marley how like that's
1: one of the few songs that I do know from it
0: yeah how like um Bob Cratchit is made into bob and marley so the two like grouchy muppet men Mm -hmm. they become like the ghosts and like marley and marley (laughs) like that's iconic (laughs) all the songs um i love the ghost of christmas present he's a big hulking fluffy joyful presence it's just oh it's so good it's so pure it's so funny (laughs) you've got got um gizmo um being like charles dickens and narrating the story and like and the little things like you know when when the ghost of christmas past comes and takes um scrooge to the past he like gizmo has like a like hook on a rope and he like swings it and like like attaches it to, to like the um the dressing gown of of scrooge and like flies you know and there's all these little things that just make me i'm beaming like my face hurts so much <laughs> thinking about the film. I love it and it's something really? that I I've said to Ashley it's like every year I do not care it's on we bought it on DVD it's now on Disney plus um so I will always have it available to me and I ha- like I will not open presents until I watch this movie like regardless of the situation I I, I just re- I refuse because it is just that makes me feel christmas like nothing else watching that movie i'm like oh yeah and and they say it's christmas Ah, i love it i love it you know
1: i i was gonna make a comment about how this is a, a great example of um delayed gratification and kind of two marshmallows as opposed to one because you wait until you've watched it but the film is also a marshmallow that's what i realized so it's so the film is the gratification it's kind of like yeah <laughs> it's as fun and great as other things at like, christmas it's it's old it's
0: 1982 it's before yeah. it's older than me as a person <laughs> but it's just it's so well done it's all so well acted it's still really funny and yeah I just, I think it's fantastic.
1: Fair. Again, I know so many people in the UK that would echo that sentiment. Um, yeah, so many people. I, can I confess something to you, Cameron?
0: Have you never seen
1: uh, it? uh, So it's a similar case to Arthur Christmas. In fact, I think it was, we were watching it at uh, The Mill. So for those who don't know, Cameron and I, we uh, shared in a, a house with uh, some other people our age a few years back. And I think it was on at the, at the mill, that's the name of the place we used to live with people and people were around and I went to bed because I had something on the next morning or something like that. So (laughs) I only, I only watched about half of it. um, And now sincerely regret doing so. So we're going to have to get together and, uh, and watch that. And you're going to have to try and um, feed me some of that joy because i feel like this type of thing like a lot of christmas movies kind of like doctor who like a number of things it's one of those things that if you get hooked on it when you're young then it it just is a thousand times better yeah gonna have yeah. to learn to love it to i I, much I, much. I mean i love michael Caine, so that's a good start
0: yeah and the muppets what, what do you need
1: well yeah there you go <laughs> they... <laughs> that's <was> great
0: <quite> convinced <laughs> fair enough okay so what I I don't know I don't I mean it could be a one it's a wonderful life it could be I I don't know what else you've got number one really
1: um well that's a bit deflating we'll edit that out <clears throat> so my number one is it's a wonderful life <laughs> oh, um so...
0: <laughs> what a classic I mean I should have just guessed that because <laughs> yeah you should have such an obvious number one for a lot of people I've
1: yeah okay have you have you seen it not seen it never seen it. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. Do you know what what we're going to have to do is we're going to have to have a day where you show me uh The Muppet Christmas Carol yeah. and I show you It's a Wonderful Life.
0: Yeah.
1: That's going to have to be uh <laughs> be what we do. <laughs> um for many people this is not only their favorite Christmas movie, but one of the greatest movies of all time. I would 100% agree with that. This film deeply affected me. On, on a just deep emotional level when I first watched it. It's it's long, it's old, it's from 1946, if you can believe it, one year after World War II had ended. Uh, it uh, stars Jimmy Stewart, one of the greatest actors of all time. It's in black and white. It's a bit dated. There's a little bit of, you know, stuff in there that might not fly today. It's It's, but it is so good it is so so good I'm not gonna do any spoilers I don't know how much you know about it
0: yeah I know the general concept
1: okay um but yeah so essentially uh you have this main character played by Jimmy Stewart uh, uh whose name's George Bailey and he lives in a small town called Bedf- Bedford Falls and he's always had these dreams of 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 traveling uh away from Bedford Falls and doing great things. And ultimately, because he's just such a good guy with such a good heart, for various reasons, he ends up helping people in Bedford Falls and that ends up keeping him there and not traveling. And um, there's huge, huge kind of themes of of individualism versus uh, the community, pessimism and cynicism versus optimism. And so, slowly throughout the film, as he's helping more and more people, as he's not fulfilling his dreams. There's a character called Mr. Potter, who's kind of this evil man. who represents kind of all things bad with the world and individualism and stuff like that. And as he's running up against issues uh, that have their roots in Mr. Potter and just in life, he becomes more and more dejected, more and more cynical and struggles to find the will to live. And then like all good Christmas movies is kind of shown a vision and it changes his perspective. But this, this film has so much heart. It's, it's an investment. It's a long, long film. But the payoff at the end and the, the way it just, it, 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 it kind of captures how a lot of us feel sometimes. You know, some, so plenty of us don't end up where we perhaps wanted to be when we were young and, 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 and dreamt of things. Plenty of us have, you know, uh, worries that burden us. Sometimes we feel like even though we're trying to be the good guy, even though we're trying to do the right thing, it doesn't seem like we get the reward for it. Um, We wonder to what extent we matter. These are deep, you know, deep questions of of meaning that that a lot of us wrestle with. And this film provides such a, a satisfying antidote and a satisfying answer to those questions. And I, yeah. I love it, just as as a film, and then it has the kind of Christmassiness to it, and 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 uh, that's all well and good, but but I I watched it at Christmas the first time I watched it, and it's it's one that has yeah a special place in my heart, so um we're definitely gonna have to sit down and and uh, and watch that.
0: How how curious and funny that we've never we've not seen each other's top film. <laughs> <laughs>
1: No, it goes to show you how how many Christmas films are out there, and how, and uh, how different people attach onto different ones, depending. So, but yes, let us know what your favourite Christmas movies are. Let us know if our lists are an abomination to you, uh, and if so, well, we don't really mind. But uh, let okay. us know, uh, <laughs> and absolutely. we would love to.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. These lists are our personal favourites. Yes. Um, There's they're what they're, they're what mean Christmas to us and so your list will likely be very different but if you haven't seen any of the films on our list we would recommend them um, yeah, go, go give them a shot yeah. you can find some of them I know you can find The Muppets Christmas Carol on Disney Plus um, and so The Grinch The Animated Grinch and Arthur Christmas are all on Netflix at the moment um, Elf generally comes on Amazon Prime around Christmas and it's then taken off um, so keep an eye out for that so you might find them on streaming services these days or get your um your two-week bumper tv guide for for christmas and you'll find (laughs) them you will probably find all these films at some point on the tv circle them with that 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 pen and and watch them (laughs) together as a family that is the way to do it
1: for sure um so yes merry christmas to all um and to all good night Thanks for listening. Don't forget to check us out on Facebook and Instagram. We'll see you next time.